It's a little bit late. The kids are in bed. I think it's about time for an album side. Today we're going to be listening to the Jayhawks. Sound of Lies, which originally came out in 1997, and we're going to be listening to Side D, uh, which was only made available on the 2014 uh, vinyl release. So this is a side of B-sides and bonus tracks, and I am listening to some of this for the very first time ever today. Uh, the reason why I chose Side D and a bunch of tracks I haven't yet heard is because Sound of Lies is a record that I fucking love. And so I would like to right now welcome my I fucking love this record listeners. This week I'm going to be putting up an album side in place of my normal uh, I fucking love this record episode. And that's because season one is finished. We have completed 18 episodes talking about 18 fantastic fucking records. I have a lot of season two already in the bag. So those are going to be coming up uh, right after the new year. I think on the uh, third or the fourth, we're going to be launching season two. Uh, A couple of things about season two that I would like to talk about. Number one is some of these recordings are nearly a year old. I had uh, originally started... Uh, recording and I was recording a lot of them back to back so I would do season one and season two more or less in the same session so if uh, you're listening and it sounds like the sound isn't what it eventually would become that's because it is what it was also with season two I don't fucking love all of the records that we do as a as a good host the concept for the show was that I was going to be choosing the albums for season one. Uh, and so all of the albums for season one, I fucking love. Now for season two, I would leave that up to my guest. Uh, some of them came in with a very clear, automatic, immediate idea. And I always said yes, except for when I didn't. There was one or two times I had to steer in a different direction, either because it was just a genre I didn't know anything about or they wanted to do something like a double album, and just because of time constraints, I decided to keep everything uh, to single albums, to the best of my ability, anyway. I know some of the things that came out in the 90s would eventually be essentially a double album, but uh, anyway, you know what I mean. Uh, so for the most part, I do, I did like, I think, all of the um, albums that we cover, at least so far. There's a few that have yet to be recorded, but uh, I think most of them I, I, I liked. One or two were, eh, uh, and a handful of them I fucking loved. Now we had to reverse engineer a few things, so uh, yeah, for the most part I, I enjoyed, and no, I really enjoyed the season two. It was fun talking uh, to other people about ones that they fucking love, that they brought, that was the one of all the albums that they could have chosen. It was fun because a lot of people just boom right away. This is the song I want to, or so this is the album I want to do. And uh, a few other people had to uh, give me a list, and from that list we kind of narrowed it down. I have another person who uh, will remain nameless. We recorded one. He decided he wanted to do another album. He suggested four albums, so we still haven't recorded 
our uh, our last our second episode just yet. Uh, but he's somebody that uh, is worth uh, the extra trouble, and somebody who will, I'm sure be in season three, four, five, and so on. So that first song we just heard was called "I Hear You Cry" and a nice late night vibe, which I think is great for this show. Now that was let me see originally available I think as a bonus track on the European version. And it was previously commercially unavailable in the U.S. Uh, same thing with this second song called Sleepy Head. Uh, once again, was available uh, elsewhere as a bonus track somewhere, but not available in the U.S. So if you are a fan of the Jayhawks and are only familiar with the original 1997 version, hey, some new tracks for you to check out, which I'm sure you've already done. It's um, easy to easy to find these things these days, but... I have to say, this is a really nice reissue. Uh, so they didn't really do much. I mean, the cover work is exactly the same. And it's uh, <clears throat> the actual album proper split up over three sides, four tracks per side. And then this uh, last side with um, five bonus tracks. So as far as I know, this did not get a, a vinyl release during its original run. Uh, it was only released on CD. Um, but I'm not 100% sure about that. That's my understanding, though. I think this comes with a booklet that I haven't gotten around to reading yet. Uh, this album right here was a birthday present to myself. I picked up this, and I believe the Monster Magnet, God Says No, album that I covered in an earlier episode. Once again, also doing the side D with the uh, bonus tracks, because I fucking love that record, too. So we'll see. I, uh, I try to, as I mentioned um on the Van Morrison episode to not do albums that I fucking love for this one. So I'm not talking about the same album twice, but I thought this would be a good disc to choose because if I do, when I do this album, which I have to remind myself to, I don't know if this is on my wish list, but I will have to put it there. Um, we wouldn't be discussing any of these tracks. So I feel kind of safe, uh, choosing that one. So we won't be talking about the same song, same songs uh, on two different shows. But eh, who knows? Maybe one day that'll happen because uh, for the I fucking love this record listeners who maybe have not checked out album side beforehand, it's uh, usually only available on my website. I'm going to probably I'm going to be uploading this one. Uh, so it is uh, available a few other places. So if you just scroll down a little bit, you'll see that there are some other podcasts that are available. There's a business podcast I did for a company that I no longer work for, but I'm proud of the work I did for that. So you can see the entirety of that uh, in the link. It takes you to their website. There is Pop Culture Must Die, which we were meant to, when I say we, I mean me and Christian Dumais, were meant to launch earlier, but due to some time constraints, we haven't been able to get that started just yet, but that's still in the pipeline, something that we're planning on doing where we're going to Sophie's Choice our way through pop culture. And then there's this one, Album Side, which I update on a fairly regular basis, but not on a completely regular schedule. And the concept is I play one side of vinyl and I drink a beer and I talk about it. I talk about the songs or the album or whatever I feel like talking about at that time. All right. 
This brings us on to the third track, track 15 on the uh, album as a whole, Kirby's Tune. And this is a studio outtake. So I don't know if this was just, this was previously unreleased, the album cover is telling me. And it's got a nice little, nice little boogie to it. So yeah, this one is uh, loosely edited. It's just me. I like to refer to this as my slightly self-indulgent solo side project. Uh, <laughs> uh, and just, you know, it's basically after I put the kids to bed, I'll put on one album, one side of one album, and I'll drink a beer, and I'll talk about the album. Uh, so for the Sound of Wise, this was one that I came into just a couple of years after it came out. Like I said, it came out originally in 1997, and I first heard this one in 1999. And again, if somebody chooses to do this, if you are listening to the show and you would like to be a part of the big podcast, I fucking love this record. If you fucking love The Sound of Lies by the Jayhawks, please send me an email at uh, lovethisrecord at gmail.com. Tell me you would like to co-host an episode of I Fucking Love This Record about this album. Anyway, so uh, a buddy of mine at the time, so one of the guys that was working, I was working at Vinyl Fever, uh, and a friend of mine was really into this record, and I think it probably just came and used, and he gave it to me, he's like, you must listen to this one. And I really liked it. I liked this record a lot. Uh, and I like the Jayhawks quite a bit. I don't know if I've ever... Um, liked it. Yeah, I like this one. I like the one that came out after it, and even the one after that. I haven't really cared for much. Like maybe their last two haven't done a whole lot for me, but I also haven't devoted a whole lot of headspace to them. Uh, so there may be some gems in there that I'm just not aware of. But um, this is just a, a stone classic. I mean, top to bottom, this is just a great fucking record. And I'd be happy to talk about it on the uh, on the other show. So I'm going to try to not give away too much. So yeah, my, my buddy Kelly, who I haven't actually, I say he's my buddy, but I don't think we've actually spoken in 12 years. Uh, one of the pains of living abroad. Some of the good friendships kind of go by the wayside. It's a little bit sad, but I will always have this record and a handful of others that he suggested and that we would get drunk or whatever and listen to. Uh, so I have fond memories of this and this uh, uh, that was a really fertile period for me as far as music goes I think I may have even mentioned this from let's say 99 till about 2003 till just before I moved to Poland uh, so it was after I worked at Final Fever for about a year and learned a ton of great music working there and then I got a desk job, we got a, um, an, office, an office job, so then I was making enough money so I could actually go and invest in music <laughs> that I had learned about when I was working at Vinyl Fever, but couldn't really afford to buy. Uh, and so really probably that 2001, 2002, 2003, there's just a ton of albums and a ton of bands that I really like all came out right in that period when I first made up the list to do uh, the show I fucking love this record there was a lot of things that came from that era some of it specifically that was released during that time and some of it that I was listening to a lot at the time so I was listening to you know, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and I was listening to Leonard Cohen 
uh, and I was listening to the, the Jayhawks. I was listening to some Wilco. I was listening to a lot of these things. And some of it I was going back with and some of it, you know, so I think like Nick Cave had something that was out at the time, but I was kind of going back with it. Same thing with Leonard Cohen, same thing with Johnny Cash. Uh, and so this just all kind of mixes in and, and it's a good time for me as far as music goes. And I, I think a lot of, even, even though I was in a really good place in my life, a lot of the music I was listening to was fairly depressing. Uh, this album has uh, a bit of wistfulness to it. I mean, it's not a depressing record, but it's, um, I think, uh, this was, this was a band that didn't quite do what they were, I think, hoping to do commercially and I know there was label issues and I don't remember the the entire story um, but I don't know if this was not going to be released or if there was some kind of issue I don't quite recall there maybe it was a problem with the label itself but it came out and it's a uh, it's a good one and as far as I know uh, Kelly played the shit out of this at the at the store <laughs> and so by the time I got there nobody wanted to hear it anymore but I was happy too so I think maybe that was that was one of the things we had bonded over <laughs> so we listened to a lot of this stuff and uh, listened to a lot of stand-up comedy I was always hoping always hoping to talk to him about the stand-up that I've been doing but we haven't been in touch in that time so a little too bad but unfortunately that's just the way of the world okay so now we have it's up to you an alternate version so this is a song that if you know the album you probably recognize uh it finishes side one uh and you know obviously it's a great fucking song but what makes this one different i don't know yet Okay, it sounds like maybe there's some different lyrics. It's hard to tell because I have the vinyl playing in the background and I have headphones on so I can hear myself. Uh, <laughs> because that's what's important, listening to me yabber. Uh, but yeah, this is, a, man, this is a good one. And I think... Yeah. Okay, I don't want to get too bogged down and just listen, and I'm going to have to put, play this one a, a couple more times, so uh, get get used to it. Because I've listened to the album proper, but this is the first time I've actually listened to uh, this particular side. Like I said, I bought this uh, for myself for my birthday, uh, but along with another record, and since then I've bought quite a few records. It's nice after just not having the money to buy vinyl. <clears throat> Uh, I have the money to buy some vinyl and I found a place that has a decent selection and some decent prices. So I've been picking up some used stuff and I've been picking up some new stuff and actually was there today and bought the first Elton John record or the self-titled, I can't remember if it's actually his first, but the self-titled Elton John record. And uh, I haven't got a chance to listen to that yet. So sometimes it takes a, a little bit of time to actually get on the player because I usually only get to listen to, uh, to records at night. And I don't always have the, the time or the energy. A lot of times I just fall asleep putting the kids to bed. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I'm going to be launching uh, season two of I Fucking Love This Record in January. And uh, a lot of those have already been recorded. 
we have some great ones in there. It's funny because there's been a small handful of records I hadn't heard before that I listened to specifically for the podcast. And there's a, cu- a couple that I just ended up really, really liking. Uh, and one or two I even, even loved. Um, and there's a few that it just didn't do a whole lot for me. That, uh, you know, I listened to it. I made it through the episode and then really didn't put it back on. But that didn't happen too often. And already have people who enjoyed the experience so much that they're lining up for season three. So we're going to have some people returning. I'm going to start recording those pretty soon, I think. So some of the people who were in season one and two, because they're all the same people, uh, who have also uh, already picked out records for season three and four. I don't know if we're going to do the same thing again. But one of the things that I wanted to bring up for season one and season two I did a thing on talking about album openers. So I had the four different types of album opener. So I had down to the call to action, the blueprint, the teaser, and the setup. And I'm thinking I would like to do something different for season three. Now, the obvious place to go would be talking about album closers, such as this one. Uh, this is a Sound of Lies, and this is a rough mix, according to that. So this was previously unreleased. Now this is the song that ends the album proper and ends this fourth side of bonus tracks. So that would be the obvious way to go to talk about album closers. Uh, and if you have any ways that you think album closers could be classified, so you know we have the the mellow closer, the uh, leave them wanting more closer. We have the, really, that's your closer. I haven't really put it down into words yet and haven't thought too much about it. Uh, but if you have any, any other suggestions, if there's a different way to go, something that we can talk about, about albums recurring, uh, yeah, maybe it could be the, uh, artwork or, uh, it could be, I don't know, something else. If you have any suggestions, I would be happy to take those suggestions. If you want to tweet them at me, I uh, love this record one, or if you would, once again, like to email it to me, I gave you my email address a little bit earlier. Uh, hey, come up with an idea for a recurring theme for season three and four. That would be a lot of fun. Now, um, like I said, there's going to be some people returning, uh, but there's also going to be some new people. Uh, one of the fun things about doing the podcast is meeting other podcasters, especially through Twitter. And I'm hoping to have a couple of the people who uh, are hosting uh, their own shows on my show. So there was one that was supposed to happen and we just haven't been able to sit down and make it work. I think there's uh, another person who's had to reschedule a few times, but I'm hoping to have Sean and Cherry and maybe a few other people on the, uh, on the, excuse me, on the show uh, for season three and for season four. But we'll see some of our, our returning favorites uh, as well, and I'm looking forward to uh, all the great records that I'm going to get to talk about that I haven't talked about yet. And as I mentioned, uh, I do have a wish list. Uh, and this isn't on it yet, but maybe by the time this is up, you'll see it there. Uh, so if there's something that you're interested in, please take a look. Uh, you know, I'd love to talk about um, Heart of Oak by Ted Leo and the Pharmacists or 1972 by... Uh, Josh Rouse. I would love to talk about Don't Give Up On Me by Solomon Burke. I would love to talk about Let Go by Not A Surf. There's a lot of things up there. I know they're not the most well-known or common records. I'm trying to throw a few um, 
let's say more, uh, I don't want to say mainstream, that sounds wrong, but just more well-known, uh, whether that's uh, Elton John's uh, Madman Across the Water. I'm going to throw up something from the Rolling Stones pretty soon because I realized I haven't done that. Uh, this one will hopefully be up there, a few others. So, But hey, maybe if you see a band that you like but not the album that I mentioned, Hey, give me a shout. Let me know. Maybe there's uh, another album by that band that I that I like just as much and just didn't put it up there because I try not to repeat. Um, but so, for example, for season one, uh, there's two different um, Tom Waits albums that have been discussed, and there's probably uh, discussed, and there's probably another three or four that I'd be happy to talk about. <laughs> so, uh, and same thing with uh, the Afghan wigs or uh, Tom Petty because people had signed up to do those that ended up not doing them. I didn't actually put them on the main page. And uh, those are, you know, I love Tom Petty. I, the Afghan wigs are my favorite band. Or if there's like, you know, Black Sabbath has already been done. There's more Black Sabbath I could talk about. Uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. So take a look. If you see something you like, sign up for it. If you don't see anything you like, but you really want to be on the show, send me an email. Let's see if we can find some common ground. And also remember about this one, about album side. And like I said, you, you got to scroll down just a little bit. I'm not putting this one up uh, for the most part. I'm not putting it up on you know iTunes or Spotify or any of these other places. Uh, I'm just putting it up on the on the website. So you got to just go there and this one's going to go out so people can hear it. And, uh, you know, that's the, uh, that's the end of side four of Sound of Lies from the Jayhawks. Uh, I have been the Derek Care of you. You've been listening to album side slash I fucking love this record. Thank you. Have a good night.